everyone. Thanks for joining me on my Profit with a Plan podcast. This is where you can get some great ideas to create your most profitable small business. Just so you know, financial planning isn't only for those that have a lot of money or run big companies. A workable financial plan is for us everyday small business owners and professionals that want to make good financial decisions that lead to bigger profits. So join me, Marcia Reiner, your certified financial planner and financial business strategist each Tuesday for some smart ideas that can add more profits to your bottom line. So I'm really passionate about working with ambitious business owners who are working their ass off every day, making good money, but they don't have a lot to show for it. I help them fix their cash flow really fast and that increases their profits. This helps them build wealth without sabotaging their business and they can grow a sustainable business that they can sell for a whole lot more sometime in the future. So if this sounds familiar to you or anyone you know that may be curious, share my podcast with them or let's chat. You can always book a brief call with me on my calendar and see if we can make greater profits in your business. So my calendar is calendly.com forward slash Marcia dash 16. And yes, there are 16 of us. So let's get on with today's podcast. We are talking social media and internet marketing with Lori. Lori works, uh, worked in corporate America for, uh, in IT for 25 years before coming, becoming an entrepreneur. If I can get my mouth to work, Lori, forgive me. It's, it's one of those days. Lori started in consulting business in health and wellness niche and grew her business the traditional ways by networking, getting referrals, doing tables at expos. We've all experienced that with her. Then she discovered direct sales and using direct response marketing to bring her ideal clients to her by leveraging the internet. Now she creates systems for other entrepreneurs as well as teaching entrepreneurs how to create their own marketing systems that generate qualified leads on autopilot. Yay. We love that. I want that. Hey, Lori, thanks for joining us on the podcast. Welcome. Thank you. And I appreciate you having me. And I hope that uh, I can really help your audience take the next step in uh, getting closer to those profits. Love it. Love it. Well, as you know, our, our listeners are mostly small business owners and entrepreneurs in the service-based industry. Uh, we're on podcast 22. So we've been sharing ideas for since January 1, the first, uh, first one went off. I think it was January 2nd. So this is perfect timing. They've got some systems and ideas in place and now they really truly need a brilliant marketing idea and strategy so they can bring those clients to them. So let me ask you a question to get this started. What does social media marketing, how is that different from traditional or regular marketing? Well, there's a lot of different terms thrown around, number one. And it's interesting because social media marketing to a lot of people means something that it truly isn't. So hmm. social media marketing for a lot of people means posting on Facebook, posting on Instagram, using hashtags, uh, and you know, doing Facebook lives and things like that. That's not marketing. It's not a marketing plan. And the reason is because Facebook is pay to play. If you're not advertising, you're not really marketing. 
mm-hmm. on social media. Content is good. Don't get me wrong. Content's important because when people uh, either meet you at a networking meeting or see an ad that you're running somewhere and they want to check you out and see your business page and see your content out there, what they see and how they interpret that is important. You know, you want to have yourself branded the right way and, and show that you have great value to offer, but that isn't marketing per se. So the difference, so the difference is, you know, we, we tend to think of marketing and advertising is what large companies do, which is mostly mass media advertising. And it's mostly has to do with branding and just keeping top of mind awareness out there and commercials, you know, TV, print, the radio, things like that. You know, we have the, we're going to clean your rugs for $130 and we do the better, better job than anybody else or, you know, Coke commercials and just getting the brand out there constantly. But what's happened is what the kind of marketing that I do and that, you know, really is affordable for entrepreneurs, small business owners, service providers is direct response marketing. And the difference is mass media marketing, you buy a TV ad and you're just that 10 seconds or 30 seconds is all over the place in a particular local area. And you spend money and you have really no idea if it did anything, if it, if it's, directly connected to new, more sales. It's very hard to measure, uh, but direct response marketing is all measurable. Every step of it is, is measurable. And what we do is we identify a target market, just like you would if you were going to do a TV ad, you know, who's my market? And then we create a direct response campaign. And that usually includes some kind of free information that's desirable for our target market. And we offer that free information in exchange for an email address or some kind of contact information. Mm-hmm. And then they can't get the free goods, the free bribe, so we sometimes call it, unless they give us their contact info. So they give us our, their email and then we give them the free information. And then we can continue to follow up and nurture those people and give them value so that when they are ready to buy, they're going to buy from us. And every step of that campaign, every step of that process is measurable. So uh, an ad on Facebook, we can figure out if people are clicking it or not. And we can decide if we're paying too much for our clicks or, you know, are they opting in If they're not opting in, they're clicking, but they're not opting in, then there's probably something wrong with the second step of what we call a funnel. And this whole thing is called a sales funnel. Got it. But the goal is to get their email address. You don't see that on TV. You know, you don't see that in um, radio ads. It's like, just call our 800 number. And that, that is a response. That's closer to direct response. Um, But even in the old days, Direct response advertising was wildly successful. For Mm -hmm. example, in Wall Street Journal, they'd put a full-page ad, but it was really an article, and it had tons of value in that article, tons of information. And then at the very end, it would say, clip out the coupon if you want to get our free report that goes even deeper into all of this value, all this information. And people would have to actually cut out the coupon 
put in their name and address to get the free report mailed to them. And they would have to put that in an envelope, lick a stamp, put the stamp on it, you know, um, the old, old fashioned way, right? Yes. That was direct response advertising. And now we do it on the internet and wow. it's, it's, affordable and doable for the average solopreneur, brick and mortar business service provider, uh, because you can run ads for $5, $10 a day on, so on that, the internet. That sounds like it's more with the traditional marketing, even if it's the postcards or the advertising or the letters or the email campaigns that you do. It's, it seems like it's more, like you mentioned, it's measurable and documentable. You can see where your time is being wasted rather than today. I keep hearing these social media I- ideas of, of saying, oh, go get into these groups and start, you know, jumping in and tagging and dropping little pictures and doing all this other stuff that, you know, you spend a lot of time for. And, and like you said, you never know if it works or not. You never know if that's the right message except for hearing how many people liked it, but it never causes them to, to necessarily reach out and give them that ever famous call to action that's, you know, essential for every, every activity that you do, right? Right, right. And that's, that's just what, um, I was kind of saying before, like that's a that's a tactic, but it's not a it's not a system. You know, that's a kind of a networking online tactic is go into groups, you know, build a relationship. It's from the mindset of networking, and that networking is a way to you know get leads and grow your business. And of course, it is, but it's time consuming. And it's something that existed before we had the internet. And, you know, people need to understand that their time is also money. And you should decide what your hourly rate is, what your value is. And if, you know, going into Facebook groups and making comments, hoping that someone's going to want to reach out to you um, is not a great use of most people's time. You are so right. And and I I preach to my my world out there that we're only, we're only 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, and as entrepreneurs, we we're lucky enough to choose the hundred hours that we want to work, but time is everything. And that's the one thing we can't do get more of. So the option is if I'm going to do something that's not very efficient in my time, then I should be hiring someone to do that for me. And, and then is that worth me paying someone to do that you know, or, or not. It just doesn't seem to make sense. So you've explained to us a lot about how it works, but maybe you can um, take it in more of a systematic, um, you know, step one, two, three, you know, ABC kind of way for us. Uh, so we can better understand how um, the direct response marketing works best. So I do have I do have a formula that I use that I just call the five step formula. And when I work with anyone who wants to get leads and make sales for their business, the first step is always always deciding who is the ideal client, ideal customer for this particular sales funnel, for this particular system that we're going to create that's going to bring those people to us on autopilot. So step 1 is always define that that avatar and I call it an avatar it's just a 
jargon term we use, as your ideal customer. The one that doesn't need to be convinced that they need what you have. They're already probably buying or using a similar service or have in the past. They don't need to be educated. Um, you know, they're, they're already... Um, they're already in that space, it sounds like. Yeah, they're, they're already in the space to a degree that you're not going to spend all your time trying to convince them. Uh, we don't want to have to convince people. So right. we go through the process of defining who that person is, and every funnel will have its own avatar. So you could sell products to different types of people, and you know, you'd have probably a different funnel for each type of person. The second step is, okay, what's that free bribe going to be? What is that free information that is going to allow us to attract those people to us? What value can we give? Because all we do as business owners is give value in exchange for money. Mm -hmm. And people will exchange their money when they get value. And so what we want to always focus on is value. So what free value can we give in terms Mm -hmm. of information or checklists or whatever it is that's going to attract those people? And is it going to be a video? Is it going to be a PDF? Is it going to be um, a webinar training? You know, it depends on your audience and who your avatar is. And then for step three... It's uh, making sure that you have an autoresponder. And all an autoresponder is, is a way to collect email addresses and contact information. It's not necessarily a full-blown CRM. Uh, The purpose of the autoresponder is to be able to continually follow up with those people via email and love on them, nurture them, give them value so that when they're ready to buy they're going to reach out to us and they're going to buy from us and, you know, use our services. So making it's, you know, so many people don't even have an autoresponder. I happen to use AWeber, um, mm-hmm. you know, and I can get people a 30-day free trial of that. But okay. it's, uh, you know, it's inexpensive and it's easy to use. You don't have to be real techie to use it. But the purpose is, is continue to give value, keep following up, And you just never know when people are ready to buy from you. So we have to have follow-up emails on a consistent basis and um, writing, writing those. And then step four is to actually build the funnel, which is the one page website that captures their email and the thank you page that confirms for them, yes, I got your email and I just sent you that free information that you requested. Is that really what the funnel is? Is the is that landing page, that one page website? Well, to me, the funnel is the entire the entire system, including gotcha. the step five, which is the ad that's going to drive people into the funnel. So, you know, step one and two are just kind of preparatory things that we have to do. Right. And then, you know, a lot of people think the funnel is the capture page, you know, the page that you see. Okay. Yeah, when you type in your email address. I got to tell you, Lori, there is so much jargon out there in the world. And, And I think we started with that jargon by just bringing up the fact that 
social media marketing versus direct response marketing, and it's still done via via the internet, not necessarily snail mail and and postcards and and you know um, ads in the newspaper. But it's just there's just so many so many things that that us business owners have to think about and and the languages we need to understand. It can be it can be quite. Um, uh, challenging as well as it can send you down the wrong rabbit hole. Uh, if you're talking to one person who thinks it's this and the next person that thinks it's that. So, um, thank you for clearing all this up. It's, you're making it very simple and easy to understand. So thank you for that. Great. Thanks. Good. So, um, once we have this five-step formula laid out, um, is there a better place to do this kind of marketing? Um, you know, what, what, where, where do we put this? Well, I like to start people on Facebook because the platform has so many people on it and most Mm -hmm. people are familiar with Facebook. They're, they, you know, they use it on a personal basis and, you know, pretty close to a hundred percent of people's clients and customers are on Facebook at some in point, way, shape, or form, you know? right? Right, and so, and it, I, you can't say the same for Twitter, you know, Instagram or Instagram, and those are great platforms. I'm not saying they're not. It's just that I think that Facebook allows more exposure faster, and um, you know, YouTube, same thing. So a, a lot of entrepreneurs d- don't use video. Um, not that, I mean, that's a massive platform too, that people go to YouTube as a resource. But I like to start people on Facebook. And okay. it also brings up a very important point that don't, don't get sucked into the belief that you have to be on all platforms as a business owner because you do not. Pick one, get understand it, get good at it, put your content out there, um, and then worry about platform number two, you know, later on, right? later once, on. Once you because, get solid with the first one. Yeah, we can only, you know, we can only spread ourselves so thin and you don't need to be, have a, a Twitter, a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Pinterest. You don't have to have them all. Just, just focus on one or two. And okay, that's good. Yeah. That's good. It makes it less overwhelming. Definitely. So cool. So, um, when you're marketing on Facebook, what if you don't have a lot of friends on Facebook? How do you get in front of people that you don't know yet? So here's the thing. You're, you don't even, it doesn't matter how many friends you have on Facebook. You have to have a personal page and then you can create as many business pages as you want. They're also called fan pages because on our business page, we have fans, we have likes. And on our personal page, we have friends. You can only have 5,000 friends on Facebook on your personal page. And really? Well, I haven't got there yet. So <laughs> I didn't realize there was a limit. <laughs> there is, there's a limit. So you max out at 5,000. And actually with Facebook's terms of service, all of your personal pages for personal stuff and business pages are for business stuff. And I know a lot of people will put business stuff on their personal page. It's, um, you know, I don't recommend doing that. Focus on your business page, but you can invite your friends, the ones you want to like your business page. But basically we run ads 
to our target market, to our avatar, so that they will know about our business page and want to like the page and get the content that's on that page. So it's a matter of running ads and uh, letting more people be aware of your presence out there. Okay, that sounds great. So um, how much time and therefore money should I expect to spend if I'm running ads on Facebook to make it, you know, worthwhile? That's such, that's a great question and it can be different for everyone depending on your business. You can start with $5 a day. Okay. Um, you're not going to get tons and tons of exposure, but I've seen great success on small budgets and it it really just depends on the business. Um, more competitive markets where lots of people are advertising in that same market is going to, the ad cost will go up and the lead cost will go up. Um, so I tell people because there's a, there's a lot of people in that area, right? Yeah, a lot of people in that niche. Or, you know, it could just be, um, I don't know, what's a good example? You know. Do they they use, um, like, special words? Like, if, if... if in my if in my world they they come in and say you know financial services or or profits or you know maybe um, you know investing or something along those lines are those going to be more more costly than other words um, if you put in that target? Well, on Facebook, it's not about keywords as much as it is about how you target people via interest groups and and other things. Does that oh, make sense? Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Like search traffic is YouTube and Google AdWords, where people are actually typing in a word and then everybody bids on those keywords. Right. On Facebook, they have their it's a social platform. And a lot of people make a mistake about this. They they run ads that read like a commercial. And right. those those don't work because people are in their newsfeed because they want to be entertained, not because they want commercials. And whereas if I go to Google, I'm actually typing in, you know, best restaurant in such and such a town. I want to see specific ads for that. So uh, the difference is just any, you know, there might, there's just different competitive niches. And so the ad cost will go up, you know, on a, if you have a niche that's, unusual, mm-hmm. you know, the, the ad cost can be very low, but there's so many different determining factors. If you're really good at copywriting and um, really good at picking the right images, uh, even in a competitive niche, you can, you can get lead costs very low. Right. But I love what you said that, that on Google, you're typing in the words people are searching for, and that's how you pay for your advertising. But in the in Facebook, people want social. People don't want to be hit in the face with, oh, buy today. I've got this great deal and blah, blah, blah. You've got to come in and, and, and your copy has to be designed around what someone is thinking or wanting, having interest in or directions that they want to go in or maybe an issue that they're having. Um, it's, it's totally, it's, 
it's a lot softer, I guess, is the way I'm thinking of saying it versus the traditional advertising. Is that accurate? Yes. I mean, you can do it both ways. You know, occasionally I do see ads on Facebook and they can work for, I've got this great product and we're having a sale on it right now and, you know, click this ad. They can Mm -hmm. work, but in general, because it is a social platform, we have to write ads differently so that they read more like a personal post and they give some kind of value. And then you know, lead them to the free information or the free something. So they'll click the ad and go to the capture kit page and opt in for the email address. Love it. Love it. This is, this is so valuable. I mean, I, I'm, I'm blown away just at the, the, the ideas and the clarity that you're giving us. I mean, I know for sure my listeners are feeling the same way. This is, this is great. So seems like a lot though. What if I don't have time to do this myself? Well, that is to be expected because most entrepreneurs and small business owners, their genius is in whatever it is they do. You know, a lawyer is a lawyer and a dentist is a dentist and a chiropractor is a chiropractor and a coach is a coach and a consultant is a consultant. Marketing is a completely different skill. And so it makes sense, like we talked before, about letting other people do their genius just like we do our own instead Mm of, you know, taking on that whole big extra thing you have to learn how to do. You know, that being said, you know, so in many cases when I talk to people, when I'll have a free strategy session or whatever, I'll determine if it really makes sense, you know, for me to teach someone how to do their funnels or should they just have it done for them, you know, because if, if, if it's not your expertise, it's usually best to have someone else do it for you. That makes complete sense. I mean, my, my clients, I've, I've got a chiropractor that's, that's trying to do everything she can herself, but I've been coaching her on the, along the lines of saying, Hey, this isn't your wheelhouse. <laughs> you make people feel better. Maybe your copywriting skills aren't the best. We should have someone else do it. And the time it takes to, to potentially build the funnel yourself. I mean, unless you've kind of got it all down and, and having the emails and creating the pages and, and getting the website and all that kind of stuff, it could be uh, quite daunting. And, and I don't know that any of us that are already working 100 hours on our business wants to spend their weekend or nights building all this out. So I can, I can just imagine, you know, I mean, I'm sure you could do it on a lower level, but um, my experience is when you start trying to, you know, hack your way through things and finding cheap ways of doing it yourself, you spend a lot of time and energy and sometimes even a lot of money and it never produces how it could have if you let the professional um, come in and just build it. And once it's built, I mean, it's not like there's a lot that you have to manage yourself, especially if you've got it on auto auto responders, right? Right. There's, there's just, oh, you know, the market can change and things, Facebook can change and things like that. So, um, those would be tactical shifts, not necessarily recreating the wheel every time, right? No, you don't, you shouldn't need to recreate the wheel if you've designed a good funnel and you've got the right bait, you know, you've got the right free value on the front end. You're going to, I've run funnels for two years and never changed them. 
I love it. Love it. So, so these could be a, a work with, you know, get it built, um, have it done right. And then set it and forget it kind of thing for a little while with a, you know, maybe a quarterly or a semi-annual review as to, you know, once you get it all going, I can see it. I, I guess I'm envisioning it that, you know, I could set it and let it go and every quarter or six months, go back in and check and see how it's responding. And if I'm getting clients, then it's probably doing the right thing. If I, if it's, if it's, you know, kind of filtered off and now I'm no longer getting clients, that might be the time to adjust and, and, and make corrections on it. Right. Absolutely. And you wouldn't even probably have to wait a quarter because that's the beauty of direct response is you're going to see very quickly if something goes up or down. If Ah. all of a sudden you're not getting any leads anymore, you'll see it right away. You'll just see, oh my gosh, what happened to my lead flow? You know, right. and then you go back and you go into Facebook, into the ad manager there and see what's going on. Am I, am I not um, showing the ad or Facebook isn't showing the ad to as many people as it was, or maybe it's just not resonating with that audience. I need to find another interest that I can target, another group that I can target. So you, that's what's great. You find out very quickly. So you tend to not waste money on the advertising that you're doing. I love it. Who wants to throw money at something and wait three to six months to find out if it's going to pay off? You'll find out immediately, right? Within, right. within a week or two of putting the ad to work, whether it's working or not, right? Yeah. We like to run them. The algorithm needs between four and seven days okay. to start fi- finding the right people. Um, sometimes you get winners that, you know... <laughs> They work within 24 hours, and that's always fabulous. But you do have to give Facebook time to find the people in your group. And um, and then you can – we look at KPIs, you know. Um, what are KPIs? Performance – key performance indicators. Ah, so okay. if the click-through rate isn't, isn't what we think it should be, then we're, we're like, nah, it's not good enough. Let's write another ad, or let's use a different image. Let's maybe use a video instead of just – copy, and then you try different things with that audience and see what they respond to. Love it. Wow. Laura, you've been amazing. You and, and you know, your, your, your skills and ideas uh, are so encouraging to us small business owners that this is something that can be done without having to, you know, uh, stand on our head or have a ridiculous budget to do this. Um, where can we find out more about you and your services? And if, if maybe, you know, I or one of my listeners wants to have you do it for them, what does all that look like? So the easiest thing is um, my website's lauriconrad.com. And the spelling for that, I'm sure, is will be in the notes, you know, for the podcast. Right. And uh, I show there I have a free training it's about an hour long and it goes in more detail about the five-step formula so okay you know if you didn't get all that and I go into more detail so there's a free training there oh excellent you know I list my the different products that I have I have done for you I have a coaching club um, that does live coaching for people that are learning how to do their own funnels and their own Facebook ads and I also offer, you know, a free strategy session. I love when people, you know, we went through the five-step formula a little bit here. 
Um, uh-huh. I like to do my free strategy sessions with people who understand what the five-step formula is and, and what direct response marketing is before we talk. Otherwise, I end up explaining this whole thing over again. Um, but I'm happy to do free strategy sessions to see if, you know, having a done-for-you funnel is a good fit or if learning, you know, from one of my trainings uh, that, you know, learning how to do your own. Some entrepreneurs love to do this stuff themselves, you know, right. and I understand that too. Well, that's great. So there's options. It's not just one and done. Um, you know, there's there's many ways I can go in and, and get some education. I could go in and learn a little bit myself and try it myself. Or if I find that, you know, maybe I need to have you do it for me and then I'll have the skills through the coaching club or done or, or the, um, the trainings to, to go in and um, tweak it and change it down the road. So it's not only you know, one way of, of getting the, the marketing done for you. One more question. Um, what kind of, you mentioned, whoop, I'm losing my headset here, so sorry if there's a bunch of noise. Um, but what are some of, um, some success stories that you've had, including your own, um, with your, with your direct, um, your direct marketing, your direct response marketing? Well, I've, I had a, um, Oh, there's a couple of great ones that come to mind. One woman that sold jewelry and we did a wonderful, I came up with the idea of doing a contest, like a free drawing for a free piece of jewelry for her. And that went gangbusters. Wow. Um, Another woman that sold essential oils actually. And she had so many people inquiring for her stuff that she turned her ads off for a little while because she couldn't even keep up with it. That's Um, amazing. Yeah. There's all kinds of different, I mean, direct response works for basically any business. And for my own, I, you know, was, I just wanted to, when I first started my coaching business for this and teaching other entrepreneurs how to do this type of marketing, uh, that was that was just a major major success. I saw a gap, you know, when you see a gap in a niche, whatever niche you're in, um, and you fill that gap, it just goes crazy. It goes by like it just the system works, and you know, I grew my the peak coaching part of my business to six figures in less than nine months. Wow, that's amazing. That's, yeah. that's amazing. So I love hearing success stories and it makes us, it makes us, um, listeners makes us feel like, you know, it's possible and I'm not going to, you know, throw a whole lot of money at something and have it not work out. So that's great. Um, so Lori, you're here on the West Coast with me in Southern California. Um, can you work anywhere? Yes. I have clients all over the country. It doesn't Perfect. matter because I work with them you know, on go to webinar on the phone, it, it, locations, not, it doesn't matter. So it's, you make it super easy to work with you. Awesome. All right. Well, let's, um, I'll repeat that again. It's lauriconrad.com and, um, it will be posted in the headlines for the, um, for the, uh, podcast and this podcast is going out, uh, to as many as we can. Uh, so share this co- uh, podcast if you like the information and I so appreciate you listening today and Lori, thank you so much for coming on. You've been amazing. You've given me some great ideas. 
And I know my, uh, my listeners have uh, found an idea or two that they can put into their business that will make them more profitable, have uh, more clients flooding into them that, you know, they can turn off their marketing. Wouldn't that be nice? You know, because they've got so many clients coming in. So that's great. Um, so, uh, again, I want to thank you, um, listeners. If you have any questions, um, any feedback or ideas for future shows, you can always reach out to me on any of my social channels. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram at Bella Financial or Marcia Reiner or to my website, BellaFinancialGroup.com. And I know you can hit up Lori probably on the same social channels at uh, LoriConrad.com, uh, Conrad.com. So don't forget to subscribe to this con- uh, podcast. We don't want you to miss out on any future podcasts. And if you do subscribe, we'll let you get in on a complimentary consultation with myself. And uh, I'm sure Lori will uh, bring in on that idea as well with her free strategy session. So hit us up. Uh, we would love to hear more from you. And we can't wait till next week's show. So as I always say... Um, you want to make sure that you, you listen and, and learn and profit with your plans. So thanks again, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Lori. And we just love the content today. So we hope to hear more from you in the future. Thank you so much for having me.